Welcome back, everyone, to Aspire, the Leadership Development Podcast, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua double underscore Stamper. Aspire listeners, I have the great pleasure of bringing back a good friend of the podcast and someone that has been on before in a bonus episode. If you haven't checked it out, you need to listen to this amazing person, educator, Maurice F. Martin, and he just had a new book come out, and I'm so excited for us to talk about that today and a bunch of other amazing topics. But before we begin, Maurice, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, congratulations on the book. Appreciate it. You know, uh, congratulations to you as well. It's those, one of those things, man, like you're like, huh, I actually completed something yes. and it feels good. You know, it does feel good. Yes. <laughs> For those who have not potentially listened to the bonus episode before, Maurice, will you just kind of share a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I am, I guess, a, a multifaceted individual. Uh, I am a counselor. I am a life coach, uh, motivational speaker, so I'm, I'm a little bit in, in a lot of worlds, and now an author as well. Yes. I, I like to say I'm a friend of the educators. I went to school for education and thought that I was going to be in a classroom and instead ended up being in a lot of different rooms as a corporate trainer. I've also... I taught music for a while. And now, you know, one of the things that I offer is to, you know, go into schools and to go to establishments and just speak about the importance of taking care of yourself, self-love, the importance of of having a spiritual balance in your life, right? And so in, in a lot of different areas, I tend to just walk in and try to help empower people to be the best version of their self. Yeah, so true. And that's one of the topics that I love speak with you about is just kind of the self-help and and really diving into our personal development and before we go any further with those because I know I well for myself I'm chomping at the bit to to speak about that with you but I want to have an opportunity for you to talk about your new book so it's called save the day learning to embrace your inner hero so for those who may not have a chance to read the book we just kind of give a quick synopsis Sure, absolutely. In my life, I've I've actually had, I guess you could say, some dark moments where they were secretly dark. Right? Yep. Um, I was a professional musician, and I was accomplishing so much. I worked with Grammy winners and Emmy winners, and I was just in a great place in terms of my career. But when I would lay my head down at my pillow at night, I felt empty and alone and broken. And that is something that I hear so many, uh, so many professionals talk about, that you have success in front of the world, but internally you feel broken. And so I wrote this book as a way to say that if you are feeling down, if you're feeling lost, no one is coming to rescue you. The person who's going to save you, who's going to save the day, is the person who looks back at you and stares back at you in your mirror, right? And so it's when you start to face the challenges of your life. It's when you start to heal from the things that maybe threw you off or when you when you grow from what it is you go through in your life. That's when you truly take your life back and are able to find true joy and true happiness in your life. Yeah. So, Maurice, let's get into it. So right now, I know a lot of educators that are not doing very well mentally mm-hmm. and are feeling taxed. They, they obviously education has changed drastically within the last couple of years and so much the states, the districts are putting more and more on, on teachers plates and educators and leaders. So 
for those folks that are feeling the way that you did, you know, back when you were a musician and are looking in the mirror and maybe not enjoying what they see back at them, what are some things that they can do to help themselves? I think the first thing that you have to be willing to do is use rigorous honesty, right? It's to actually look at yourself in the mirror and say, how, how is this guy, how is this girl doing? Is she okay? <laughs> is he all right? Yeah. What, what we tend to do is we stand in front of our room, in front of our classroom, and we assess the room. And we make sure that each individual child, each individual student is getting what they need on a daily basis. If they're not getting what they need, I'm going to pull them afterwards. I'm going to challenge them. I'm going to push them in some way. I'm going to inspire them in some way, right? And, and we will pour everything we have, not only into our students, but we also do the same thing with colleagues. You see someone who's down and out. You see someone who's feeling burnt out. And you try to give them the best wisdom, the, the best love, the, the best inspiration. Well, I would challenge you now to first ask yourself, how am I? And then to begin pouring that same bit of attention and love and inspiration into you, right? What am I missing? What am I lacking? What did I used to do when I was healthy that I stopped, that maybe I need to reconnect with or reconsider in my life? I think that, that the journey begins for each individual with taking that look in the mirror assessing where you are and then from that point beginning then to walk out the journey of healing or walk out the journey of improving take some chances on yourself the best teachers take chances in the classroom yeah. so they learn what works and then they say you know what this semester this year i'm trying a different book uh i'm going to try a different approach teach better right we're, we're both a part of teach better and the teach better network yeah. okay the whole point of teach better is to reassess what it is you do in your classroom and readdress your approach. Well, why not do that when it comes to finding peace in your life or to finding contentment or happiness in your life? And I think that that truly is the beginning of the journey for us to get to a place of, of peace and happiness. Why do you think that is? Because I, I totally agree with you. I'm, I'm starting to reflect on myself and, and some of the folks in my own building or people I've worked with before. And it's so true, mm -hmm. you know, they continuously are pouring into other people's lives. But when it comes to themselves, they're not really taking the time to personally develop themselves or to mm -hmm. work on their mental health or provide something that's going to give them inspiration. So why do you think that is? To be honest, I think it's a little bit of society in a way, right? Yeah. That we live in a culture that says, shut up and, and keep going. <laughs> yeah. Shut up and get it done, right? And so what we do is we put our nose to the grindstone and they tell us, just look up when you get to the finish line. And, and so if you've ever lived that life, what happens is you reach the finish line and the finish line is empty yeah. because you don't actually know how to celebrate it. So when I say society, and don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not like attacking society, but <laughs> I guess the biggest thing I'm saying is this. For most of us, we have learned about ourselves that, that our problems aren't really that important, right? So you look at the person next to you and they've got real problems. They've got real issues. Your issues, ah, they're not that bad. I mean, there's, what do we say? We say quotes like, well, there's starving kids in Africa and, you know, and there's, and there's people broken and, and, and battered and, and lost and, and homeless. And you know what? I have a nice house. 
and I go home driving in a nice car every day and I have and I have the house with the white picket fence and a beautiful family. What do I have to worry about? So why don't I just pour into them and shut up about my problems? Well, the truth is, because we're all humans, all of our problems matter. Right. And so if your life is off balance, if you have some things in your life where maybe you've had some loss or some disappointment, that is just as important for you to deal with as you helping those students or you helping the homeless or you feeding the poor, like it's the same <laughs> that you have to, you should be finding balance in doing it all because we're all worth that time. I think that worthiness thing, that it's learning that your problems are worth tending to. That if you really want to be great in life, now this is something people don't always tell you, but I'm willing to tell it to you. Mm -hmm. Really want to be a great educator? Get healthy. Because if you're not healthy, you don't know what happens to your vision. Sometimes when I am in an unhealthy place, my vision and perception becomes skewed. And I start looking at life through a lens that's close to accurate, but maybe misses a couple of things. I'm just a little more pessimistic than I should be. I'm just a little more dark than I should be. I'm just a little more impatient than I should be. And so what happens is if I'm not healthy with myself, I start to leak out in some places that I may not even understand. It's so great to get healthy because now you don't have to question where you're coming from. You don't have to wait for the review and hope that you're not going to get a surprise when the principal says, we've been having some complaints about you. And you're saying, what are you talking about? Right. Well, they say everybody's saying that you're, that you're not in a good place. Everybody's saying you're grumpy. Everybody's saying you're short tempered. Right. I, I think we've all dealt with that before <laughs> in life. Right. <laughs> you don't want surprises. You want to be healthy enough to know where you stand and how you are for yourself. So now anybody else's words to you are simply a confirmation of what you already know. They're not a surprise to you. So you talked about worth and one of the chapters in your book is you are enough. Mm -hmm. So one, I love this chapter, but why was that so important to add to save the day? Mm. You know, when I was writing this book, one of the first things that I was thinking about in, in not, not just in my head, but in my heart, was what did I need to hear, right? Yeah. And the truth is that many of us in our lives have had some, some rough moments. For me personally, I experienced some real rough moments in my childhood, actually. There was moments when people told me what I couldn't be and what I wasn't good enough to accomplish and what I wasn't enough to have. And to, to be honest, I now have what we call negative self-talk that I have to overcome. That if I have a rough day, you know, working with clients, some days now that, that negativity will start to, to, to chime up and tell me, well, it's always going to be this way and you're never going to get any better at this and, you know, fill in the blank with that negative stuff. I think that you need to know that not only are you worth taking the time to heal, but you're worth the results. That when you get to seeing yourself happy and whole and healthy, that in and of itself is going to change people's lives beyond what you know. There's someone depending on you. If it's not your family, it's in, they're in your classroom, they're in, in your administration. You are worthwhile because there's people who need you. And I think that we need that reminder sometimes that, hey, this isn't just about you, but it is about you. That you are so valuable, or should I say invaluable. And that you are worth the healthiness that you really seek in your life. So, Maurice, if there's someone out there that 
they're resonating with what you're saying. They're trying to assess, and they understand that maybe they're, they're running a lifestyle where they're they are getting burnt out. That their their output is more than their input. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about being healthy. What is a healthy self? What does that even look like? You know, it's not one size fits all. That's one thing we know. Right. And so I think that I I always talk about the fact that it it comes down to a a healthy assessment of self. Ask yourself this question. When you wake up in the morning, what are you thankful for? That's a great start. Mm -hmm. If I wake up in the morning and to be honest, I'm full of all the things I'm dreading about my day. And I have a real hard time connecting to anything that I'm thankful for, anything that I'm excited about. I already know that there's a lack of fulfillment in my life. I know that I have empty spaces. Life will never be perfect for any of us. I think we know that. But the the well-lived life is the life where, number one, it's centered around gratitude. It's centered around being thankful for the breath that I get because it's a gift. I think we all know people um, who were who were born the same year as us or around us who didn't make it this far, right? Mm-hmm. I know I, I've lost two brothers in my life. Mm-hmm. And so number one, do you have a gratitude and a thankfulness for the job you have, for the life you're living? And then I think after that, that it is really about taking the time to ask, what is it that I truly want out of my life? Um, I personally believe in something called purpose, right? That we were all put on this earth for a reason, that there's something that, that you, Josh, and me, Maurice, were meant to accomplish in this life. And doing your podcast, that helps you do a part of it. Being a dad, that helps you to be a, be a part of it. Writing the book. And so the question becomes, what's missing that's keeping you from your purpose? What is it that you were born to do in this life? that you are afraid to do, that you've been unwilling to do, that you're embarrassed to try. I think that it's when you find the courage to do those little things and the courage to grasp towards those moments that you then start to find wholeness, healthiness, contentment in your life. And the last thing I would say is, if you wanna know how to live a life that is well-lived, you have to be willing to heal, okay? Some of us have lost jobs that we loved, some of us, uh, we, we had disappointing situations where we poured everything into a kid and somehow something went wrong. Uh, we have situations where people are, you know, let's face it, people get divorced. Uh, they have, you know, they, they have lost. Mom dies, dad dies, grandma dies, right? Life happens. COVID-19 comes and you're in the classroom, then out of the classroom. And then are we wearing masks? Are we not wearing masks? What are these mandates about? How is it going to, I mean, life, right? Mm-hmm. And those things leave scars. And so the life well lived, number one, you find a way to have gratitude in your life. Number two, you try to fill, fill up that purpose to find the things in life that really make you come alive. And then number three, the areas that are holding you back and that are harming you, you have to be willing to heal. And maybe that's through counseling. And maybe that's through, you know, journaling every night and prayer and meditation. Like everybody does it a different way, but you're worth doing it and finding the way for you. I want to flip it a little bit because, you know, we're talking about teachers and educators as a whole, but I'm also wanting to think of it through a lens of a leader, right? So Mm -hmm. if I'm in charge of a building and I'm looking Mm -hmm. and right now, social emotional learning for our students is obviously really important after Mm -hmm. a pandemic, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's lost on our teachers. And so as a building leader, what are some things that they can do for their staff to make sure that they're taking care of themselves and that their mental health is in a space that they can take care of the needs of our children. 
I'm, I'm going to say it like this. This will resonate with you. This is all top down work. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, if you are a leader, you need to take care of yourself. Pouring out of a glass that is half full is going to leave you empty. And so what, what happens sometimes is the, the, the top leaders, they're running on empty, and then they are then trying to convince the people under them to take care of themselves while they're not taking care of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So be top down. Work on you. Reflect on what is working. What are you trying? What exercises have you been experiencing? What and then now you have something to talk about with your staff. You can speak from a real place about what you've been going, going through and how you've been finding a way to de-stress or how you've been finding a way to cope. So I believe that this is all top down. The more you work on yourself, the more you see the need for, for your staff to work on their self. See, if I just talk about self-care, oh yeah, 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 my staff needs self-care. Of course they do. But when you practice self-care and you see how doing work in the morning can make you more positive by the afternoon, you'll see why it's truly important for your staff members. And you see how then I said it rolls down from the head. So that means by the time it gets to my students, I myself have had an impact on my students, even if I never touch them. Because if I am short tempered when I speak to my staff, if I have a lack of compassion in the morning meetings, if I don't have an, a level of empathy for what they may be going through in this adapting, changing time, then by the time my energy has made it all the way to the students, I may be impacting them in negative ways and don't even know it. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, understand that leadership is critical and never undervalue how important it is that you be healthy as a leader because your influence influences people to take care of their self. This is a question I ask all of my guests because I love giving actionable items to my listeners. For those who are listening, if they're an aspiring leader or a current leader, what is one thing that they can do tomorrow or next week that will enhance their leadership journey? Pick up a book. Pick up a book. Don't be afraid to read and grow. Um, you know, I personally, I listen to books. So I said, pick it up, but I'm not picking anything <laughs> up. Okay. There's no pages. I know I wrote a book. I'm not reading one, but here's the thing. None of us should be afraid to grow, right? Read book. Don't just read books that back up what you believe. Read books that challenge what you believe yep. so that you are constantly reevaluating and reassessing yourself. The greatest thing a leader can do is continue to build and develop who he or she is. Yeah. Personal development. That's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that you're doing within your life to develop yourself? I know you just said reading books, but I know there's probably like a thousand things that all of us like to do, <laughs> but I, I'm always intrigued with my guests and kind of what they do in their own life to, to make themselves better. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I guess mine is twofold. Um, one of the things is I, I am a listener of books. So I literally pick up books that challenge me to um, be driven to be better, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm constantly uh, looking for more inspiration, motivation, things like that. The second thing is I personally am a person of, of faith and prayer, okay? And so I believe that there is this spiritual journey that you can go on where I talked about the mirror before, where like the, the longer you look at yourself in the mirror, the more you understand who you really are and aren't. And so uh, my personal development is saying, okay, this week, how can I become a better father? 
how can I become a better husband so that I can look at myself in the mirror before I go to bed and have peace and not beat myself up and not, and not lament that, oh gosh, I yelled a little too much today and I was too short tempered today, right? So it is a, a super spiritual journey that I'm on um, and it's, but it's accessible. It's not like the type of thing that nobody could do, right? It's just that I pray about like, what do I want out of my life? And then I say, what are the things in my life that I have no control over and I just need to find peace? And then what are the things where now I can take all this motivation and inspiration from my books and apply it. And I try to never settle for where I'm at. Like I wanna be better tomorrow than I was today. Today, the biggest thing about me is um, I was more patient today. There was a couple of times when I might've been a little quicker to cut people off when I was teaching and I was slower to that. And I was, um, I was able to, as a counselor and a group facilitator at my job today, I was able to listen better and respond with a, with a more level head. I, I assess myself every single day, and it is a very serious thing that I, I take seriously. So I don't wait till milestones anymore. I used to wait, okay, like, uh, it's New Year's, let's reassess. No, I assess weekly, daily, <laughs> monthly, and I try to make sure that there is a spiritual growth taking place in me at all times. So, yeah. And I don't know about you, and I'm going to share a quick story too, is I was at a conference once, and the, and the speaker said, you know, how much time do you reflect a week and he just had some wait time for everyone and I started to assess myself and I'm like maybe on the drive you know <laughs> in between a podcast that I'm listening to like there's probably not much time that I actually spend in the like true reflection of my decisions and then he asked how many decisions do you make a day and of course it's thousands right but mm-hmm. we, as a leader we don't tend to actually sit down to think about all of the decisions that we make every single day and the impact that might have on the folks that, that we serve. So mm. I think assessing reflection is, is such a, a vital piece to our lives that we really de- need to dedicate our time to. And, you know, one thing I would say is um, I, I've learned how to embrace the silence. Mm. And I know that's something that most people are not good with in life is like a silent moment is a deadly one for most people. I read a book 2016 or 2017 uh, called The Power of Now. And that was a book that truly changed my life and transformed me in some ways. I would call myself a natural born leader. I've, I mean, president of student council, band president, choir. I mean, like my whole life I was leading something. But one thing that I never knew how to do was slow down and embrace the moment I was in. And when I learned how to, how to slow down in life, I found that then I was able to make healthier, wiser decisions. I I found myself more empowered to be able to assess myself every day without fear. Because the reason we don't assess ourselves is because we beat ourselves up at the end of the day, right? Oh, I did this wrong and I shouldn't have done that. And I made the wrong decision. And this was stupid. And I tried it and I was excited and it didn't work. And I'm so done, right? And it's all that. But when you slow down throughout the day, then you know if it worked or it didn't. And you can say, but I made the right decision. It just didn't work. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I think that the the longer that you wait to assess yourself and work on yourself, the assessment turns into Godzilla. Isn't that why teachers tend to hate assessments? Because this assessment feels like Godzilla towards the kids and everybody's scared and uptight and nervous. Okay, well, self-assessment works the same way. That if I wait too long and I have this mega assessment, it feels so hurtful and harmful to me that I'm afraid to even do it so I don't touch it. But if I can assess myself often, if I can assess myself daily, 
weekly, maybe even every couple hours or three times a day. Now the assessments, they lose all that fire and all that fear. And it just becomes how to live a healthy life. I like the Godzilla mm-hmm. metaphor there. <laughs> I can just imagine like the teacher assessment stomping through uh, and creating wreckage. So, you know, I feel like if you use that in your next book, it would be <laughs> successful. <laughs> this podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Maurice, I do want folks to connect with you on social media. So how may they do that? Uh, just You can find me most social media at Maurice F. Martin. Um, so whether we're talking Instagram, Facebook, um, you can go to LinkedIn, just look for Maurice F. Martin. Um, and then my website is mauricefmartin.com. So, you know, I would love to hear from you if you've got questions. Um, if you're an administrator and you're looking for somebody to come and talk to your to your school about these types of things, any of that, um, hunt me down on social media, Instagram, Twitter, go to my website, and I'd be more than happy to reach out to you and do what I can to help. Well, and Maurice is a part of the Teach Better Speaking Network too. So if you're looking for mm-hmm. an amazing speaker to come in, um, you can go to teachbetter.com slash speakers and his site is there too. Maurice, what are some things that you really love to talk about if someone is looking to bring you in? Uh, you know, my favorite thing to talk about is all of my favorite segments really are paired for the time that we're in, right? So I talk about things like the reset. <laughs> so when you are like, oh my gosh, everything is changing. Yes. And we need to talk about how to keep the culture and the morale up. I talk about that, right? Um, I talk about the spark. When you are feeling like your, your staff has lost its spark, like everybody was grinding and working and all of a sudden everybody's kind of flat. I like to come in and talk about how to get that swag back, how to get the pep in your stack back, right? All those types of things. And then also all things self-care, all things self-love, all things how to, to boost, again, the morale of your staff. So if there's something specific a school needs where you say, look, we're, we're specifically struggling in this area. Um, we've had some loss in some students, uh, somebody passed away, or hey, we are really struggling with kids getting sick because of COVID and we need somebody to just kind of like speak hope and life into us. So we're not so scared. Mm-hmm. All of those types of topics are areas where I'd love to come in and just, and just speak to you and hear your heart and then, and then try to give you something personal. I don't like to give canned speeches. I tend to come in and really personalize the conversation to the individuals in your room and in your space. Yeah. Maurice, I mean, talk about hope and inspiration. I feel that every time I speak with you. So mm-hmm. I know that, that resonates with anyone that listens to you, not only on the podcast, but in person. So mm-hmm. if you're Thank interested you, in brother. bringing Maurice in, make sure that you connect with him either on social media or on the Teach Better website. And then again, make sure that you're picking up his book. It's Save the Day, Learning to Embrace Your Inner Hero. And Maurice, where can they get your book from? So if you're looking for a paperback, you can either go to mauricefmartin.com or of course you can go to Amazon. And then if you would prefer the ebook, then just head over to uh, over to Amazon. And I will tell you that there is an audio book that is coming in the next few weeks as well. So, um, but for right now, uh, Amazon and then mauricefmartin.com. Awesome. Well, Maurice, like I said, it is always a true honor and privilege to speak with you. And I just thank you so much for being on the Aspire podcast. Yes, I truly appreciate you having me and thank you so much for your service and for all the great things you're doing for this community. 